welcome to another episode of Market Overdrive. I am your host, residential real estate broker, Carla Mina. And with me in the studio, my co-host, Graco Funes. How are you, Grox? I'm great, great. Happy to be here. How are you doing? Great. Now that we got flowers for International Women's Day. Woohoo! Happy International Women's Day, everybody. Thank you Yay. so much. I'm a lucky guy today. You I'm are. I'm sitting here in the studio with all women. And in Spanish, we say, oh, bendito boy. entre las mujeres. <laughs> <laughs> blessed among women. Oh, look at that, Judy. So it's pretty cool to be here in studio correct. with you, ladies. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. I'm a very competitive person, and last week I wasn't here, and neither was Grox. And I guess Mo did a spectacular job. So today <laughs> I got to bring my A game. I mean, I don't know what to do. I, I guess I'm just going to keep quiet and just smile. Uh, Mo did a great job. <laughs> Mo An did a great job. job. But we do want to do a shout out to all the women out there. We salute you. And of course, the pioneers, shout out to my mother who taught me to be an entrepreneur and the reason why I'm here. And to every beautiful lady out there who's struggling or not struggling, but doing their thing. Anyway, welcome, ladies. Why don't we go ahead and introduce our guest today? Yeah, let's get started. Uh, today in studio, we have two amazing ladies in the industry. Uh, first up, we have Judy Gibbons, real estate professional with Jameson Sotheby's International Realty, extraordinaire, and president of Women Council of Realtors Chicago. Woohoo! Welcome yes. to the studio, Judy. Thank you. Also, we have Denise Edenhofer with Fidelity National Home Warranty. We all need home warranties when we're buying homes, and Denise is out there helping our consumers make sure that their homes are taken care of at closing. So I'm going to start with Judy here. I'd like Judy to tell us a little bit about herself and your uh, experience here in our real estate industry. Just touch on that a little bit, please. Certainly. Um, most people know me as Judy freaking Gibbons. Yes. I'll just say that. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Um, <laughs> just that so about? that people like, will. Well, it's awesome because I went to my manager, Jim Miller, one day, and um, I was complaining and saying, I, I can't believe this just happened and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, he looked at me in the chair and he goes, don't you ever forget you are Judy frickin' Gibbons. <laughs> oh, wow. and, and it's so stuck. it's yeah, it's kind of carried through women's council. So um, I'm very it's proud awesome. of it, and I believe it, and I live it every day. So um, been in the real estate world for 13 years. Though um, my dad was a builder and developer, and I kind of uh, learned some tricks and of the trade from my good old pops. Nice. So we're born in the business. Judy I freaking was. Gibbons. Yes. I'm not going to call you my name because obviously I change everybody's name. But <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What about you, Dee? Well, I, I don't have a middle name, so I don't have that. And thank you for wearing purple today, so I appreciate thank you. that. You're welcome. Um, I've been in the industry about 10 years selling warranties, and I'm so passionate about them. Uh, I have them on my, all my rental properties, and I'm just passionate that people should have it to protect for peace of mind because nowadays who has cash in the bank if the furnace breaks? So um, so I, I educate realtors on how they add it to their transaction. And uh, I just love it. I love uh, I cover Illinois and running around all the time, just educating realtors. Great. You are also very involved in the industry. I mean, we met at WCR and both of you ladies, thank you so much for all your leadership in the industry. And of course, elevating, you know, our role because a lot of people don't understand like the hustle that goes behind being a realtor. So I salute you. Thank you so much for being here. But let's move on to our topics. So today we're going to be talking about how to find finance and also protect and secure your um, home or in town. So we're talking to those people who decided that they want to buy something, you know, they're tired of this weather and shit 
Chicago, and they've decided that it's now time to either relocate to Florida. I know a lot of people just are focusing on Florida right now because that's kind of like the hottest place. Um, before we go into getting your uh, questions and answers, Grago has a few tidbits on news um, to talk about and share with us because he yeah. is our in-show <clears throat> news reporter. You know, I'm always out on the streets <laughs> <laughs> reporting live. Yeah, okay, do that. So something really cool, and this is obviously tying it in with Women's International Day. Uh, this article is very cool to me because the top 10 places where women are buying homes in the United States. This is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Uh, number one, Santa Fe, uh, New Mexico is number one. <laughs> number two is Santa Rosa, California. Wow. Number three is The Villages, which is in Florida. And number five, which is Springfield, Illinois. We made the list. That's wow. great. Okay. Uh, number six, and rounding off seven, eight, nine, ten, we have Prescott, Arizona, Lawrence, Kansas, Napa, California. Uh, Philadelphia and Rochester, uh, Minnesota. This is cool because the article touched on how more and more women, single women, are buying homes today. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they're single though. Well, again. Oh, <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? You're talking about why women. Not? Repre- okay, I'm you not. Know? I'm not questioning. I'm asking, right? Well, it's very important that we we kind of look at that data, right? You know, why are they buying? Uh, what are they buying? The types of homes that they're buying. Um, if I could find my notes here somewhere. But um, the idea is that they're acquiring properties because they want space, whether it be a single mom. They're looking mm-hmm. for one and two bedrooms. Um, the idea is, too, that more and more women are more empowered, right? They don't feel like they need a co borrower or a secondary person to help them take on this uh, investment of buying a home. So I thought this article was pretty cool, especially that we are celebrating uh, Women's International Day. And I just wanted to share that really quickly with you guys before we move on to this oh, next segment. You want to touch our hearts and go into the mm-hmm. women roles. I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to talk about something more specific with respects to Florida, just because I think our show today is going to go and focus on Florida. I know that we're a national program, but um, it's. Um, I know that, Judy, you're... you're selling property or relocating your clients from Chicago to Florida. So I thought I'd pull up some statistics about the market in Florida. So currently, uh, properties are going, single family homes are going under contract in 47 days in Florida versus 61 days a year ago. So we're showing improvement as far as, you know, how, how long it's taking for the, um, for the market to absorb its current inventory. And then for the apartments, though, it's 123 days um, versus 75 days. So it's taking a little longer. Um, so it sounds like the reason why the apartments or the condos are taking a little bit longer it's because of financing and the health of the condominiums i think we share some of that in chicago with respect to the time on the market for condos so sounds like single family is the way to go in florida um, we're going to go dive into it later with respect to what are people buying and so let's go back and kind of explain to them judy what is an in-town uh property and the purchase and what does that look like so basically what happens is people kind of follow you or myself and see what I'm doing in my life. So many years ago, when the kids got older, it was time. I love the city. Grew up in Barrington, still have property there. Um, And then everyone starts to think, hey, I want to do that too. And then the the market in the city is very, very healthy. We're out in the suburbs, you know, I deal with a little bit larger properties and they take longer to sell but so they they want to experience the city so they're buying in the city so they can go to the plays and shows and and then there's a second component to that is where they're buying 
condos for their kids. So they want, they're going to school here at DePaul or UIC, and they want to make an investment in the city because if, if you really look around the country, Chicago's still undervalued compared to, you know, first-class cities, and we are one of them. So it's, it's fascinating to me, um, and I love doing that because I feel like I really have my heart in both places. And then, um, so my business has really changed to fit what my clients want. Right. No, I completely agree. So when we're talking about this new trend of buying an in-town, it's not a new trend, but we're talking mm-hmm. about the trend of buying an in-town. I know the new trend now is to look into the Floridas, the Arizonas, because right. of tax reasons for some of our you know, investors. But when it comes to like an in-town, what, what are these people? And what like if we're selling a property in the city, like a condo per se, um, who is our target audience? Who are we talking about now? Well, for an in-town, I mean, again, it can be both. I had um, a very lovely sale last year. Um, It was over $3.7 million, and it was to somebody that actually lives uh, in the suburbs and then also Did you hear that? (laughs) I'm drooling. I'm drooling right now. Three point one and they're only going to be using it for how long and how often and can I I borrow it? I know. It's so beautiful. (laughs) We have it on the off day. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun shopping, I have to say. And I get to see a lot of beautiful things, but this was uh, magnificent. And and then they also have a place in Florida. So true lifestyle, living, people... um, kind of want to get rid of that's why i'm seeing a problem with mcmansions out in the suburbs people don't want that amount of space Mm -hmm. but they want the amenities so being in the city affords them you know the gym right in the building the pool that if they have grandkids they can come over and 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 they don't have to mow the lawn or shovel so if you're a millennial don't mm -hmm. despair we're talking about the baby boomers who need to be closer to their children who are now probably you know in college or you know they're now urban people and they're working here so they need an in town so they can be closer they want to be close to amenities such as the gym the park the yoga studio Um, so you work your way up there but um, yeah it's a cool trend I mean like seriously having a house in the suburbs and then also having an in town in the city Uh, what are some of the areas that you're seeing where people are looking to purchase as their in-towns in the city? So a pretty traditional uh, would be Gold Coast, Streeterville. Um, there is a resurgence in Lincoln Park, I'm seeing. So um, just so they can still have a little bit of grass closer to uh, the lake, though we're not far um, in Streeterville or the Gold Coast. And um, walking to restaurants, so places where, and shops, which happens to be my downfall. And, and these are second homes that you're talking second about, right? Second homes. So they're keeping their home out in the suburbs. Yep. They're keeping their home out in Florida or wherever it may be. And they're acquiring, uh, what do you call it? An inn? In town. In town? In town. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that one. Or you could okay. say pied a terre. Ooh, try that. Okay. Fancy or not. Say that again. <laughs> See, if you walked in here with flowers and started speaking like that, then you'd had us at hello, right? Uh, really? Yeah. My flowers are great. That's all it takes. <laughs> all right. Denise, you're pretty quiet over there. I'm just listening. I'm just amazed by her selling. I mean, you're a resident of the Cold Coast, so yes, you understand I, what it's like about the lifestyle, right? Yeah. Actually, I did the two for quite a while. And oh, then, look at you. Yeah. And it, it, it's great. I love the city. But yeah. why did you keep it a, a property in the suburbs? Well, for my work. Okay. Yeah, it was more convenient, but... Uh, you know, and then on weekends, it just... You see that? It goes unique. back to your statistics on the women and, yeah. you know, buying for themselves. Yeah. I'm amazed by you women. Like, yeah. awesome. Okay, so Let's tell me a little bit about your property in the Burbs. 
I mean, it's just a small condo. I okay. mean, I, I do have um, investment properties, but the one I have right now for myself is just a small condo. So this way during the week, if I have appointments in, mm-hmm. the, in the north, I would stay there. And because I, I love the I love the traffic getting out, <laughs> I love it. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is. No. I remember last yeah. time we were supposed to meet. She's like, "Yeah, I've been on the road all day and I've been stuck in traffic, yeah. so no, I'm not going to show up." <laughs> I'm waiting for my purple helicopter. Yes. <laughs> well, Put great trends. I mean, board. you know, what would you say to an aspiring girl that wants to eventually grow into this kind of wealth? Right? Um, maybe, obviously, you you did it because of work. You wanted to be mm-hmm. close to the to your your job. You mm-hmm. said so. You had a property in the suburbs and you had an in town in the city. So, what would you say to someone? Like, how do we start? And maybe this is a question for Graco, but like, you know, mm-hmm. how did you start? Like, wh- how did you make that first move? I work twenty four seven. So no make sure you work 24 7. Hustle. No, no sleeping secrets. allowed. Work. Just, yeah, you sleep when you die. Yes. I didn't get to enjoy both of the places because I was always working, but. Oh, I come had, on. No, don't just like, put the negative in it, right? <laughs> no, That's what I'm happens. No. no, I just. I've always wanted to be in the city okay. for some reason. I don't know where that came from. And life's short. And then finally one day I said, you know what? What am I waiting for? And so that's when I I got the place down here, came on weekends. And Mm -hmm. what's great about Chicago is even in the winter, there's Mm -hmm. always something to do. And and my building is over the Pedway. So I can go down the Pedway, go all the way to State Street. Because what building are you in? I'm in the Aqua. Oh, I love that building. I love it, too. She's so much fun. And who used to live there? uh, Tenant. Well, Taylor. (laughs) Everybody lives there. Excuse me. Just this one in particular broke my heart. Because she was actually in the elevator with him. And I was like, she took a picture and I'm like, how can I set myself in the <laughs> elevator in that moment right now? <laughs> Side uh, note, but that's yeah. the amenities that come with an yeah. in-town? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're selling Maybe. that. Maybe. No with promising. Cool people. But I think that the, the advice I can give to somebody is life is short. And right. if you want to do it, just make a, you know, figure out a way to do it. And mm-hmm. I saved for it. And, uh, and finally I was able to. And I've not regretted it. And I, you still have them both. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, I got a place here downtown, right? But I have friends out in the burbs, and I like going out to the burbs to kind of like break away from Chill. the city life, mm-hmm. you know? So for me going to the suburbs, it's like a little retreat, a little getaway weekend. So I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's the lifestyle, important. I think, right? At the end of the day, it's all about totally. like the wholesomeness, the, the family, like a lot of space, the big yard, the big square footage in the suburbs, and then being able to come to the city, even if you have small, you know, a small space. Obviously, your three point, you know, uh, investment or purchase that you represented wasn't that. Um, but it's all about like the lifestyle. You have, you enjoy both. You're able to be urban in the city and then go back and be, you know, like very suburban um, and, and enjoy the square footage. So uh, we talked about who are, who's, you know, doing this, who is this person. We obviously understand that it's more of your baby boomers, um, but it's also an option for people who are working in the city and obviously to make this an investment because a lot of people do it for tax purposes, right? They want to diversify their investment. So it's a, it's a good option to have. When mm-hmm. was the, you, so you, do you, have it in town or do you have a home in the suburbs so i yes i have both so i i sold my main residence which i can't believe i lived in for 12 years that's the longest i've lived in any place uh except the house i grew up in um last year and then i own um my dad built four townhouses in uh, 1976 so i am a tenant and the landlord on that and it's super cool it's actually kind of urban with brick exposed walls and um and that's so, here in the city 
No, that's in Barrington. Oh, in Barrington. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm just right around the corner from the Tribune building on um, Upper Illinois, so Streeterville. And I actually, we purchased that because I am a realtor at the height of the market. Mm. What Was that like 2008? 2008 yep. to something like that so you're still in so it. <laughs> I, I bought it before it was built and um but i've really enjoyed it there was a time like uh, early on about i rented it out for two years um but now i've reclaimed it and i love it well and the reason i'm asking and sharing these stories right because it's women empowerment day um and anybody who's listening or watching us thank you so much for doing so um and hanging out with us but i i just want to inspire people right because the only we're educating them because by example we're leading by example we're saying we're doing these things because we figured out how to do it what best way to like educate our consumers or our buyers and walk them through the process right how can i say well why don't you buy an in-town or a second home so you could you know so you can expand your investment portfolio when we haven't done it ourselves so right. it's pretty cool that you live both lives because you understand like the ups and downs what could be some of the negatives of that judy i don't know where anything is <laughs> I agree. I don't know where she can't find her shoes. And, and, and plus, yeah, and plus, you know, there, there's the third one I, I we'll talk about later. But um, those are the disadvantage. Uh, but really, I truly believe in vision um, boarding or creating goals and writing them down. And um, when you do that and you see it every day that that's something you're working towards, your why has to be really big. So, you know, if you're just raising kids at this point, it's a little tough to have that. Be, that's not your why. But looking at the stock market now, you've got to believe that real estate is still the best way to build wealth. And um, and. I also think it really helps you in your career because you do walk the walk and talk the talk. You're just not saying, oh, buy this house or buy this. And, you know, you really understand and you also understand what it feels like to have your house listed for sale and you have to pick up the dog and get out of the house. And, yeah. you know, so it really brings it home. And I, I think it makes you a much better realtor. I completely agree. I mean, like, there's a different dynamic for every transaction. So it's pretty cool when you actually get to understand, like, you know, I recently moved. So I understand now for my clients, like, okay, what are the dilemma of, like, ha- having somebody do the, the move out or just scheduling? Sorry, Carl, I'm going to have to cut you off there. I apologize. What I think we got to run the nitro question here really quick. Oh, is what okay. I'm being told by the producer, right? Look yes. at that. So sorry. Assertive man taking over the studio. Judy, really quick. It's Woman's Day. Really quick. I mean, I'm just a filler, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> really quick. Sorry, guys. Judy, uh, we're going to ask you the nitro question here. You don't have to answer it at this moment. Okay, just good. think about it. Wait, what is the nitro question? What do you mean? I'm about to ask her. But Judy actually asked earlier today, <laughs> yes. and I think a lot of our listeners may be wondering, why do we come up with this nitro question and what does it mean? Well, the nitro question is, a, is something that we created to show a little light, a uh, little lighter side of our agents. Uh, it could be an embarrassing question. It could be something awesome that happened throughout your career. Mm-hmm. Um, the question I have for you is, what is a mantra or a saying that Judy Gibbons... Judy freaking Gibbons. Judy freaking Gibbons has in our industry. Don't answer it right now, okay? okay? I think I know what it might be, but don't answer it right now, okay? How do you know? Because I know things. <laughs> you know things. Huh? You guys know each other way if back. If we could circle back on 
Florida. I know we kind of like veered off. Okay, let's go so back to if Florida. We can, let's touch on Florida. Judy, you do a lot of business out in Florida as well mm-hmm. for your clients. Carla is also considering that market herself. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about how, uh, whether it be Chicagoans or you know, people here in Illinois are buying out in Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you can touch on that a little bit and what areas of Florida they're considering for okay. these second well, homes. So for my own um, client group, Naples is the, the hotbed, and we've even nicknamed it um, Barrington South. Okay. So um, people tend to go around that area, Bonita Springs, Fort Myers. Um, so I've just seen my my clients moving, you know, if they're moving completely out of state, and I'm getting a little fed up with that, that I can't help them. And, um, and just an FYI for anybody who's get thinking about getting their license down there, we have um, reciprocity with Florida. So there's really only about 30 questions you have to answer. So I'm actually going to be getting my actual license. Um, but I've also noticed a trend that with being with Sotheby's International Realty, we really do have cl- a close-knit group. And we, um, I have somebody in all these towns that I can go to and say, I want you to help this client. You're going to do really well with them your personalities will mesh and then there's also a trend of actually flying down with your client Mm -hmm. and helping them on their shopping trip because it's instead of just giving somebody a referral Mm -hmm. these clients i'm helping them with their real estate portfolio right carla did that actually a few months back Mm -hmm. yeah so i have clients who are actually actively buying in uh, florida so um Right now, they, they couldn't find anything that matched their what they like because they want a ranch, and they want it all in one level, and they want mm-hmm. a lot of property um, because mm-hmm. that's what they're used to here. Um, and so it, now we're just looking at land, um, and actually in a subdivision, nice. um, but it's still going to be in like the $2. You know, million dollar range because it's going to be near the lake, or not as close to the lake as to the beach as they wanted but those are kind of the you know the things that we're seeing that a lot of people are relocating to florida um in particular you know bonita springs like you say Mm -hmm. um marco island naples Mm -hmm. uh those are the areas that have a lot of amenities and beautiful restaurants and i think the you know obviously the weather for weather and also for tax implications right i mean you know there's a lot of tax savings there for investors or business owners um and as as i know arizona is another key um area where people are relocating to Mm -hmm. uh but Judy, this brings me to a question. Like, so what about, you know, we specialize in different neighborhoods. We specialize in different type of investment products per se. And so I know Chicago. I know Chicago very well. I know some of the suburbs too. But what do you say to a client who says, well, but you don't know the Florida market. So how can you help me um, broker a deal in another state when you, you know, you don't know the ins and outs of it? Well, that's a good question because what I do is I align myself with really smart people. And that could be other Sotheby's agents and or women's council uh, gals that I've really become, you know, acquainted with and know very well. So I, at this point, I wouldn't say, hey, I'm taking this whole sale, but there's usually a listing agent. I don't have any listings down there. So I would be there working with the listing agent. And I think, you know, listing agents would be happy to be able to get their properties under contract and and spend a little bit more time with folks that aren't from the area. 
Yeah, it's cool to collaborate. And I think that off air, you and I talked about, you know, the team mm -hmm. is having a team in place because you're obviously more of a liaison at this point. Can you tell us a little bit more about the team mentality that you built for yourself? Well, as far as a team, I'm saying Denise is definitely on my team because I'm calling her most times on my way to a closing. I need a home warranty. <laughs> <laughs> and so between, you know, it doesn't mean you have to have a, other realtors on your team, but your team is your lender, your insurance guy, your home warranty um denise your um your handyman all those people are my team right and it makes sense and i know that you're saying at this point once we're you know brokering deals out in other states we're basically liaisons or relationship managers i do have a contact out in florida whom i always call when we're there um because one of the properties that we were looking at the first time um you know we were it was kind of like off the beaten path mm -hmm. and it was one of those like big mansions that didn't really belong in that area. Mm -hmm. I guess they had bought the property, they over-improved it, um, and now their business was relocating them to Colorado and they needed to sell. But when it came to understanding the facts of it, you know, it was listed, my client's able to pay that price, but then when are you going to recoup your investment if this person over-improved, um, right? And understanding, not understanding those trends, I called one of my um, colleagues there and was able to facilitate that information. But again, that's why I'm saying, like, you have to have a concept or someone right. there that can help you um, because it's not that complicated. It's just a matter of like creating a team for yourself, like you said. Right. And I don't mean like an agent's Right, you said right. earlier, it's not like a buyer's agent or a listing agent. It's more so of like another relationship manager, right, for mm -hmm. another business. Mm -hmm. I have a question, though, on the warranty side. Mm -hmm. And Judy just touched on you're racing to a closing and you're calling Denise because you're frantic that you need a warranty right at this moment. Mm -hmm. Is that something that a homeowner can purchase at any moment the warranty or does it have to be purchased prior to closing no what happens is the realtor sets it up prior to norm normally normally a little mm -hmm. further out or i've gotten them from the closing table which is fine i take business anyway uh, but um yeah yeah they would set it up prior and then they would add it in to the uh, the closing so um, the proceeds would pay for it in most cases. Mm -hmm. But then there's times that the seller doesn't want to pay for it. And, you know, it, years ago, when somebody was going to put their house up for sale, they would replace their appliances so it's all sparkling, so it looks sure. good. Nowadays, you're lucky they've changed the, you know, the filter and the furnace, right? Yeah. So uh, they love the house, but all they see is the dollar signs. So what happens is, you know, they talk to their, their, to their realtor, and that's when an offer is made, and the offer is made with and a home warranty. Mm -hmm. and, but if the seller decides not to, um, they could purchase it on their own. They've got up to 30 days after. And actually, a year later, they can get it if they want. It's just that if it's a year later, they'll have a 30-day wait to, for it to start. If it's if it's um, during the uh, closing, it starts immediately. So they do the closing, they move in the next day, there's an issue, they've got peace of mind, and they call the toll-free number. Give me some ideas yeah. of what these warranties cover. Like, what is covered, what is not covered? As far Typically. as the actual appliances? or So is what, this solely for appliances and mechanicals? Right. This is separate from homeowner's insurance. So we're talking about the furnace, the washer-dryer, refrigerator, sump pump. We, we do have pool that you could add on. Mm -hmm. We do have roof leak that you could add on. But all, all the mechanicals that are in the house, stoppages, um, you know, uh, plumbing, electrical. Yeah. Um, so 
Yeah, pretty much anything that's... that's so it's a pretty good security blanket to have then. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we yeah. talked about earlier when we started the show mm-hmm. that, you know, s- some of the trends that I think that in some of these areas, specifically in Florida, right, time on market is very short. So it sounds like there's bidding wars as we're seeing here in some of our, you know, inventory. Uh, not all inventory is the same, but... With respect to a warranty, you want to make sure that you negotiate this because sometimes you feel like overwhelmed when you're in these bidding wars, right? You buy the properties in assets condition, you can do an inspection, but then you're like, uh, you know, what if something breaks later? You know, you feel like you've already overspent on it. You paid a premium just because you got emotional. You just needed this property. Um, but this is a great safeguard, even for properties yeah. like that. Because a lot of people used to say, let me throw in a warranty because properties mm-hmm. are staying on the market. And to entice buyers to make sure that you know this property is fine and it's going to continue to be fine, we're going to throw in a warranty. Mm-hmm. But now with the different trend, I still encourage people to use a warranty um, specifically Always. because it's to protect the buyer. I mean, you know, the sellers don't have to provide you with the warranty anymore because, you know, they have 20 buyers that will take the property. But I think the buyers now should go ahead and start this trend um, to buy a warranty, even if it's not provided at closing. Well, you bring up a good point because, you know, through the years I've been in warranties, I've seen different trends. And right now you're absolutely right. If there if there's a multiple offer, they don't want to take the chance and say, you know, this is the offer and a home warranty. Right. So I am now seeing more buyers purchase it. Uh, more than sellers, so it really matters how the market's going. And sometimes they're, you know, if the realtor says to the the new homeowner, I really suggest you do it, they're so overwhelmed by making checks out and the closing and everything that they finally get in the house the next day, they move in, and all of a sudden they're looking around going, oh, my God, you know, there's a lot that could break. So that's why we give 30 days because, you know, they can give us a call once they're settled in and say, you know what, it's time. You know, I want the warranty. Yeah, that's and a it, great point. And Go it's ahead. also I've purchased many. Mm-hmm. For, it's a nice closing gift. You know they want it, and um, they can't return it. It's great stuff. <laughs> no, but it's good and because I like you that. care about your clients. You want to make sure that they're fine and even yeah. after closing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Judy, you do raise a good point. A lot of people get overwhelmed and they have to buy yeah. hazards insurance and they have to, you know, pay for all this other stuff that they don't realize. It's just money, yeah. money, money, money. Right. But this is something that's really important to protect your property. Right. And Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say our our price ranges are from three forty to five thirty. That's the highest for a house, five thirty. So, right, so it's when, like in the range of an appraisal or inspection yeah, anyway, right? So it's exactly. Just, and and so when you think about it, whether it's the washer, dryer, refrigerator, furnace, it's gonna be a lot more money. So one claim is gonna pay for it. And that's you know, something that should you know, the realtor should, you know, tell the new homeowner is one, you know, one item is going to pay for it. Right. And we have a huge renewal rate. So, you know, once they have it, they normally keep on renewing it because, again, you have one claim and it's paid for. And it's peace of mind. Yeah. How is it different from, like, a hazards insurance, though? I'm not real clear what's... Well, like, are you saying, like, well, flood insurance yeah, or something? That's totally yeah, it's completely different. different. Right, but yeah. would, would, like, right, the average buyer is going to say, well, I'm already buying hazards insurance. But, you know, really the difference is, like, the premium. You're going to mm-hmm. have to pay a deductible for your hazards. And then as you start putting in more claims, then your your premium goes ho- up higher. No, that, so this yeah, is yeah, a completely, completely different. different. It's kind of mm-hmm. an add-on to protect the walls in um, for or just, you know, your mechanicals and the, the items that mm-hmm. she stipulated. Um, what is your website for somebody who wanted to get more information about it? Now, listen carefully because it's really, really hard to remember. 
Maybe they should just call you. <laughs> no, it's homewarranty.com. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's easy. <laughs> and kudos for getting that domain name. Do you have wow. homewarranty.com? <laughs> How did it's you a- lock that down, that name? We're good. Look at that. Well, we've been around for 33 years, okay. and we're, we're actually part of the Fidelity financial family. So we've been around for a long time, and it's a pretty when they big locked name. it in, that was awesome. That's a I love pretty it. big name. Wow. Homewarranty.com. I love it. And Here thank you. you guys for watching and hanging out with us today. We are talking about how to find, finance, and secure your second home or in town with us in the studio, Miss Judy freaking Gibbons and Denise, um, our warranty girl. And actually, Denise is a regular with the Mod Squad, and we thank you so much for I'm being a part of this I'm getting kind of comfortable band. in this chair. Yes, I know how you own nice. it. <laughs> I know how uh-huh. she's getting really comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get a little loose here. Let's, really well. let's, get, let's get a little loose here and let's get back to this nitro question. Oh. See if we can get this answered. <laughs> with All right, let's Judy do this. Freaking What's the Gibbons question? Here. What? So the question. <laughs> the question is: What is Judy's mantra or um, saying in the industry here? I have a lot. You have a lot. There, there's yeah. got to be one though. Let's try to Can let's I try to narrow hint? one down. Is it initials? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> is it when I volunteer? Is it that way? It's not that way. No, it's definitely not is when it, you volunteer. Um, Wait, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> What's a mantra? Like, what is? What are you talking no, about, my, Rox? My mantra. Boondi. Oh, okay. Well, that is okay. Thank you. Oh my god, this is. I love it. You guys can't see this. These guys are passing notes. I love it. This is, by so the way, this cheating. is not my like cheat 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 or doing. sketch or yes. anything. So to me, it is initials. Okay. Because it's. You only live once. YOLO. YOLO. Oh, God. That's like Rocco's Yolo. favorite dumb statement. It's, it's not like, dumb. No, it's not dumb it's at great. all. Come That's on. how he gets away with murder. <laughs> YOLO. What did you do? YOLO. With car. It's YOLO. Really? That's I it? I thought that was you pretty summarized? cool when I read that. That was yeah. so deep, you guys. Yeah. Thank you for inspiring us. We <laughs> really love it. Well, going back to our topic. So today we are talking about, again, find finance and secure your second home or in town. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about these key subtopics, which are, you know, who are, what are the trends? Why are people doing it? Um, but let's move into financing of it, right? Let's use your example, Judy. Congrats. I, um, I, you told me that you own a lake house in Michigan. Um, so can you share that story with us? Well, and it goes back to really writing down these goals. So for for like the past three years, I've been saying, okay, I want to buy a four flat in the city. I want to buy a four flat in the city. And, you know, I get a little depressed when I'm not meeting my goals. So I was like, how can I change this? And um, um, my mentor actually bought one. And I said, okay, I'm going up there and I'm looking. Of course, it was the second property we saw and um, my husband loved it because it's like a like the gardens are like little British gardens and everyone that knows you know my Scottish husband Pita um, so got him on board and so all my favorite things kind of came together so it's like you know buying real estate um, looking at what was the houses were renting for and because we wanted to have this be a cash flow situation and then also be able to use it too and it's it's almost three blocks to lake michigan so um didn't you know there wasn't anything that really needs to be done to it um i had to keep reminding myself this is not you know my dream house so it's like there's green in the kitchen i don't love it i'm mm-hmm. not going to spend the money at this point to change it but right away you know got professional photos um furnished it which was another 
really fun thing. And um, everything TJ Maxx, you know, just great, great finds because I am a shopper. I love that. But that's inspiring, right? Because on the show, we always talk about investments. We're talking, we typically talk about two flats, multi-unit investment. Um, We talked about a 1031 exchange Mm -hmm. and how to structure that. But this is a really cool way to buy a property and actually be able to use it. And it's also another type of investment vehicle. So just so that we can walk you through it in case you're thinking about doing something like this or this intrigues you, um, especially for those of our friends who like the whole Airbnb concept of things. Now you, you know, your own, your very own bed and breakfast, but without having to be there to provide the breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to share Judy's numbers with you. So Judy, do you want to walk us through your numbers or should I? Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm the financier here. Well, actually, Graco, you're going to walk us through the numbers. So um, she paid in the 400s. We're not going to give you the exact number, um, but in the 400s. And because it is an investment property, we have to do a 20% down. Is that true? Uh, and well, in this case, she did twenty percent, but you can do fifteen percent in certain cases. Yay, five percent for your pockets. Um, as long as of it's course, a to rehab single unit, though. Buy the furniture. Yep. House. As long as it's a single house, yeah. Okay, so single family lake house in Michigan, four hundred twenty percent down. So you're mortgaging three twenty with uh, taxes about forty five hundred. What does that look like? Mm, off the top of my head, maybe like. <laughs> It's like twenty four hundred and change. Look at him; he's yeah. like so smart. <laughs> don't pull out your calculator. Yeah, please buddy. don't. Do By the way, I calculated that earlier. Genius. <laughs> yes, no duh. Okay, so twenty three hundred, and the reason why I wanted to share these numbers is because come on, twenty three hundred dollars, and you're renting it. So when are you going to actually use it for you and your family? So we've been using it like right away. We were using it because it was the off season when we closed. So you know, just getting it up to snuff and then enjoying it but already we're completely booked for the summer we had our first renter who literally though i'm taking this to the nth degree because i'm all about the reviews so i I left out champagne and a handwritten note and and chocolates because it was like near valentine's day and um it, the little details it, it that really, matter, right? You, know what? And it you was don't like, have to be a realtor to do this, though. You no. all you have to do is be caring and give the person the best experience, right? Right? They're going to Michigan, and there's like you can go apple picking. And it's so close. So it's, oh, I want to the book beach. it now. Yeah, I think okay. we should take a road No, trip. we want to yeah. buy, well, and I want to encourage everybody to buy because I know like Graco is giving me a hard time because I'm like, what are the numbers again, Judy? I want to know yeah. the numbers because really, I would love to do that for myself right. and the family. It's awesome because again, we're completely booked for the summer, and I said to my husband. And shoot, we didn't like reserve a week for ourselves. But it's like when you get these invites, and I have to say something I didn't know because I've only stayed at two Airbnbs myself, is that they get rated too. Mm-hmm. So there's everybody's really kind of on their best behavior in in theory. So you know, you see their excitement, like, oh, we can't wait to come stay at your house. We've been dreaming. I'm a school teacher, and we're Aww. off school this week, and I, my daughter's going to love it. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Cool. You know, it's really well, really congratulations cool. to Thank you. you. So again, whether you're buying in Florida or Michigan or some nearby lake house, um, we are always here to encourage you to make those kind of purchases because it's about diversifying your investment. And when you do so, obviously, you got to call my girl, Denise, to make sure that it's protected. I was going to say, everything that you're talking about here, you get a warranty for, whether it's Florida or a lake home. So yeah. anywhere in the U.S. Especially, right? Because the properties are... We, there's a few states we don't cover, but pretty much. Okay. I mean, yeah. We wouldn't want to be there if you didn't cover yeah. it. Oh, so. <laughs> no, to self, yeah. to-do list, yeah. buy yourself a lake house. What know, else you got over there, I know, you, I know you're working guy? on that, Carla. I know you're working on that. 
Again, I got we should take big a road dreams. trip because we want to check it out. Yeah, you got to oh, make sure it's something I think we should do a show let's there. Do it on the road. Yeah, that's how let's I get do my show on the road. Places. Can we do a show there? <laughs> of course. Is there Wi-Fi? <laughs> yes, yes. We can do that, right? Will? Can we do a Mod Squad show there? <laughs> and you guys can come with us by watching. Yeah. So go. what's that, Mister Man? Your Nitro question, by the way, awesome. It's pretty. No, that's horrible. <laughs> 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 well, you know something pretty cool about Judy too that I was reading up on you is you got a little fashion behind you, right? Mm. At an early age, you were out in New York. Schlepping. Schlepping, huh? Yes. She had Schmatas. A, okay. Hey, can you tell us you. a little bit about that? Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, truly an entrepreneur. Um, I moved to New York City <laughs> when I was 23 years old uh, with a business partner. And um, we were going to take over the world on 7th Avenue. And uh, it, was, it was great experience. I, I actually knew my way around New York from the subway more than I did above ground. <laughs> and I was schlepping these heavy samples, but I could get anybody I'm to sorry, buy anything one time. Bloomingdale's, Barney's, Saks Fifth Avenue. Language, uh, it was great. It was like right when Studio 54, I'm dating myself, but wow. as you can see, I'm pretty, uh, I'm an, an She older. is a hipster. Um, but, oh, cool. oh my Judy gosh! Very cool. Oh, thank you. But I mean, I would hang out with like Andy Warhol and Christy Brinkley, what? and I'm it, still looking it, up schlepping. It, it, it was like <laughs> oh, schlepping. You don't know schlepping? Okay. What is it? Um, it's like dragging or carrying, or it's a Yiddish word. Same with schmata. So when you're in the garment Michael always industry, acts like he knows something that I don't. It's so annoying. Whatever, slapping. <laughs> yeah, I can give I you a slapping. little low down. So you know, you've never heard Carla. You've never heard anybody either say like, "Oh, I like your dress," and you go, "Oh, this old schmata." Why? Oh, it's old like schmata. a bata. You know, like a bata. You know yeah. what the bata no, is? No, that's not a bata. This okay. old thing, right? Like this old day, like right, right. Well, thank you, Sarah. That was really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Ladies, so, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Are we concluding? Are we, we are wrapping here, guys. Wrap um, it up. I, I want to thank you ladies for coming in again. Mm-hmm. Once again, I appreciate Judy. You're awesome. Thank you. Denise, get them warranties going. Keep You're not awesome. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep thank you. rocking. Thank you for coming in. We also want to thank uh, all of our sponsors here uh, because without them, you know, we're you not here. We suck. <laughs> Uh, Mike Randick and Carmen Carbonera of Stewart Title, thank you so much for all your title services. Tamika Scott with the Money Matters Financial Piece, our in-house accountant and out there for our consumers, helping them during this tax season. Denise Edenhoff, obviously in studio here today with Fidelity National Home Warranty. Joanna Diaz with Credit Rx Inc. She's awesome with credit repair, so please reach out to her. And Lisa Jusino with Allstate Insurance. Everybody needs insurance on their home, so make sure you guys reach out to Lisa. Love For it. Everybody Our listening. Mod Squad has some amazing women on the panel, right? We got Judy. I'm sorry. We got Carmen, Lisa, Joanna, and... Denise, thank you so much for being Welcome. a part of it. I really, Love really, truly appreciate your support. And don't forget to follow us all on social media, Facebook, Instagram, our YouTube channel. Check us out on WGN's network. Our podcast will be up there probably sometime next week. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next week. Thank you for hanging out. Love you.